Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Tiffany here from Swish, and I want to talk about being a problem solver. In my classroom, I'm always telling my equal firsties to be problem solvers. In first grade, that's one thing, but in adult life, it's a whole other. It can be really difficult to train your brain to go into a problem-solving mode. Maybe you don't even know where to start. It's a challenge that we all face in life. But when you learn to better help your brain find solutions, it's truly a great feeling. And if you've ever been thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. BetterHelp is convenient, it's accessible, it's affordable, and it's all online. And on top of that, they match you with a therapist just by filling out a brief survey. So when you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com swish today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash swish. Welcome to Swish and Flick, an all-Potter podcast. Swish and Flick, everyone. The Swish and Flick. Hello and welcome to episode 15 of Swish and Flick. I'm Tiffany. I'm Megan. I'm Katie. And I'm Sarah. And today we will be discussing chapter 15 of Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, The Forbidden Forest. So make sure that you have read the chapter and you're ready to dive into all of the details. Before we begin, let's go to Megan for the Weekly Prophet. Megan. Hey. So, the Weekly Prophet. (coughs) (laughs) (coughs) Oh, my God. The Weekly Prophet is that um, all of the soundtracks for the movies are going to be in a massive vinyl box set. Oh. I did not see this. Now, this is... I actually did see this one for once. I think it's really awesome. But can we talk about the price tag on this? What is it? Probably crazy expensive. Like sixty dollars. Like Three hundred dollars. Oh, oh, okay. Well, I was way off. Three hundred. <laughs> it's and and it's three hundred dollars, and it's only for the first five films. Why what? only the first five? I don't. Know. What is wrong with six and seven? I don't know. Well, we it could says, talk about what's wrong with six and seven. Mm. Seven, eight, nine. Oh my gosh! So it says that. <laughs> They've revealed plans for Harry Potter original motion picture soundtrack one through five, a limited edition box set that includes the score for each of the first five films on 10 LPs. Wow. I don't know what that means. It's like 10 different records. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Movie music maestro John Williams. Hello. My fave. My guy. Shout out to John Williams. Yeah. (laughs) Wrote the soundtracks for the first three, Sorcerer's Stone, Chamber of Secrets, and Prisoner of Azkaban. Mm -hmm. Because we didn't know that. I didn't, as a matter of fact. Um, Patrick Doyle brought a darker tone to the soundtrack for Gobble to Fire, and Nicholas Hooper scored Order of the Phoenix. He also scored Deathly Hollows. I just don't understand understand why we wouldn't just get all of them, but... It looks really cute, and we're doing an Instagram live right now, so I'm going to show our Instagram listeners what it looks like. So it's got like a cool box, but I just can't justify three hundred dollars on this. So they're like picture discs, which is cool. So you get, um, you get like the the poster of the film on there. So we're going to end this Instagram now. You guys have to wait a couple weeks to see the rest of this. Bye. 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 Thank God they don't have to listen to me actually speak words live. If I mess up, I'd be like, oh. So, so okay, back to talk. back to the episode. Um, so as 
as you can see, I will post it on our Facebook page so that you can see. Um, each of the soundtracks come in a gatefold sleeve that have a die cut on both sides, and each of the LPs include pictures from their respective films. Um, except Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix, which will have an etching on the last EP. Oh, that's pretty neat. That's so. cool. Uh, what is it on sale now? November seventeenth. Everything's coming out in November. I know. I didn't. Month. I didn't say it already. Okay. I was getting. There, I just don't but. want to be like I said it, Sarah. <laughs> so yeah, that's cool. But three hundred dollars. I don't know. That's pretty steep. But I. I don't know. Maybe it's because it, does it cost so much to to make them? They it, no, it doesn't. Okay. <laughs> I was trying Maggie's to help an expert. I'm sorry. I was trying to help them out. I'm so. not an expert, but I can tell you, it does not cost that much. For uh, them to make those. They yeah. just want money, money, money. Money. They just know that Sorry, Katie, hipsters that love it and they'll drop the money on it. So. <laughs> well, yeah, maybe. Oh, I don't know. Maybe if it's I'm a complete a, It's okay set. to be a hipster. Yeah, Katie is a hipster. Look at her. It's cool. She's a beautiful woman. She, she is beautiful, but she's also a hipster. I didn't say I wasn't beautiful. Am I hate Whoa. <laughs> My favorite Hufflepuff. <laughs> getting heated. Thank you. So yeah, that's the weekly profit She's we've got. Gorgeous. We've got some vinyl box sets coming our way for the soundtrack. Can I just say that? Why did you just get an coming? accent when you said that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> did anybody else hear that? What did you say? She like had a weird listen. accent when she said vinyl. Vinyl box Oh gosh! Goodness gracious! The next one we record, we're going to be ridiculous. It's going to be crazy. It's but, a Felix But you know Files. what we're going to have? We're going to have some hot, hot apple, apple cider. cider. Thanks to Tiffany. And Yay. some fancy little we're cinnamon just having, sticks. We're just having all the yum-yums tonight, It seriously we? is a good day. yum You're welcome. Let's have some yum-yums. I brought snacks. <laughs> Why are you guys doing like the old... Because, because it's... It, well... Dan, okay. Oh, it's from go Dan ahead. Cook. And oh. he has this whole bit where he... Cook. So he grew up Catholic and... When you go oh. to, I don't know if anyone, if anybody's Catholic, we I are. am. So growing up and you always had to go to church and me, you, they're always Sarah, like, Sarah and I, you know, I also was raised yeah, Catholic. Yeah, you were raised yeah. Catholic. So you know so about you know the young going to communion and first he's like talking about how you have to say peace. And, and you have to sing it. And he's like, and then all of a sudden he like breaks out the snacks. And he breaks out and starts singing. And so every time Sarah and I would go to mass, we would say to ourselves, which is probably not appropriate for we church. We wouldn't say it like, at, during yeah, mass. We'd say it. I would say it. No, I'm a good Catholic. When I'm actually like <laughs> moving on <laughs> to the recap, to the recap, All right. on to Katie. So far, the stone is still safe. Thank God. And we find out that many of the teachers have put up enchantments to help protect it. Hagrid manages to successfully hatch a dragon, which only adds to what the trio needs to worry about at the moment. Truth. Yes, ma'am. Can we have a count going for how many times Sarah hiccups per episode? Honestly, is this something I do? <laughs> Sorry. Did that happen? Yeah. <laughs> Every episode. I think I'm Well, but here's the it. thing, though. So, like, random fact about my life. My dad, when we go out to eat oh. Steezes three times, yeah. I hiccup after I eat. <laughs> Weird. I okay. know. And, it, it, like, I don't have the hiccups. I just have one or two. I'm a married in O'Malley, so I don't Back do to the recap. <laughs> the trio hatch, pun intended, a plan to <laughs> have Ron's brother, Charlie, or Ed, take little Norbert, Norberta, <laughs> I really away. am sorry if people are over that joke. It just will never get old for us. Never. It never will. So. It will always be there. Always. <laughs> Just like all the corny Harry Potter jokes are always there for us. Oh, yeah. Sarah, oh. it's you. <laughs> Your turn. 
<laughs> see the see the uh, blue on our document. God, so that funny. means that the Ravenclaw talks. She secretly uh, a Slytherin. Think that she's a Slytherin. Oh yeah, I'm gonna saying? Slytherin to the slot right here. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! <laughs> on to the summary. All right, Potter Slytherin Pons. on to the summary. <sighs> Filch has brought Harry and Hermione to McGonagall's (laughs) office where they wait for her to come back from taking Malfoy to Snape is what I'm assuming. Mm. Harry's thinking about how many school rules they have just broken and how he thinks he must be going back home this time for sure. She comes back with Neville in hand. He snuck out trying to warn Harry and Hermione that Malfoy knew about the dragon and intended to get them caught. McGonagall is furious thinking they made up a story to get Malfoy in trouble. She takes 50 points away from all three of them and gives them detention. Gryffindor has now lost 150 points and it puts them in last place to win the house cup, which causes most of the school to now dislike Harry because they all wanted to see Slytherin lose. (laughs) Harry feels so bad that he tries to resign from the Quidditch team, but Wood won't let him telling him how else would he win back house points for Gryffindor. Ron, Harry and Hermione spend the next few days and weeks studying and keeping their heads down and out of trouble. One day, Harry's walking back from the library alone when he hears Professor Quirrell talking to himself. It seems as if someone was threatening him, and he walked out of the room paler than usual. Convinced that Snape had just left the same room before Quirrell did, Harry runs back to the library to tell Ron and Hermione what he just witnessed. The next morning, they get a note from Professor McGonagall stating their detention is going to be that night at 11. Harry, Hermione, Neville, and Malfoy meet Filch at the entrance hall, and they walk to Hagrid's hut, where they learn they're going to be going into the forest. Filch leaves them in the hands of Hagrid, telling them he will be back for them at dawn. Malfoy tries to get out of going to the forest, thinking his punishment would have been something different, not servant stuff. What are you doing? Putting filters on your face? I hate everything about you guys. (laughs) Hagrid tells them they are looking for what has been killing the unicorns that live in the forest, showing them the silvery blood. (laughs) (laughs) They split up. Harry, Hermione, and Hagrid go one way. Neville, Malfoy, and Fang, Hagrid's dog, go another. Hagrid hears something in the woods, and Harry asks if it could be werewolves. They see something was slithering over the dead leaves nearby. Soon, they see a centaur named Ronan. Um, Hagrid tries to ask him if he's seen what's been killing the unicorns and drinking their blood, but he gives no real answers. Soon another centaur comes along. His name is Bane. When Hagrid asks him the same question, Bane answers like Ronan did. Mars is bright tonight. Hagrid complains once they get away from the centaurs that they never give a straight answer. They see red sparks shoot up from a distance, so Harry and Hermione stay while Hagrid goes to uh, get the other students. Now Hagrid has to go... Now, Hagrid has Harry go with Malfoy and Fang, and Neville goes with Hermione and Hagrid. Harry and Malfoy stumble upon a dead unicorn. Harry hears the slithering noise again and sees a hooded, <laughs> <it's headed. laughs> sees a hooded <laughs> figure crawling across the ground like a beast. Malfoy lets out a scream and books it along with Fang, leaving Harry to himself. Harry has a terrible pain in his head where his scar is. It's so bad he stumbles and he hears hooves. We meet a new centaur named Ferenz. That's what I call him because okay. that's how they say it. Jim Dale says forensic. Yeah, he says canuts though. <laughs> <laughs> I think Jim Dale is canuts. Right, but he says canuts. <laughs> All right, so he seems to already know who Harry is and lets Harry ride on his back, which the other centaurs see and criticize him for. They're angry at Ferenz and want to make sure that he hasn't been telling 
Harry more than he should know or anything really. Friends whisks Harry away from them and closer to the edge of the forest and asks if he knows what unicorn blood is used for and asks Harry who he thought would want to use it, not only the stone, but the blood as well. Detention is finally over. They go back to their common rooms. Harry tells Ron and Hermione about what he learned, and they discuss what they think is going on with Snape and Voldemort. Harry goes to bed to find his invisibility cloak tucked under the sheets. Well done. How convenient. How convenient. How convenient. How convenient. How convenient. (laughs) (laughs) All right. It was really long. That was a long summary. My eyes hurt a little bit. Well, gouge them out. <laughs> you can close them for a while. So this um, brings us to Hermione and Harry getting caught. So they get caught by Filch after they leave Harry's cloak at the top of the tower. Dummies. But really, guys, like they were so excited that Malfoy was getting detention. Relieved. Norbert was gone. Mm-hmm. And they're just being careless. So they leave Harry's cloak at the top of the tower. And as they're walking, Filch catches them. Right? And yeah. oh, we are in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best one yet. That was good. And so as they're walking to their fate, Harry's like wildly thinking of anything that could get us. Get, could get us. I'm part of this. I am Hermione. Hermione. <laughs> could get them out of trouble. So wild excuses and alibis and cover-up stories. Um He's just trying to think of anything that could possibly be an excuse. Bad Harry. I know. And usually he can get himself out of things. But um, the astronomy tower, we find out, is out of bounds except for classes. So number, number one, they're out at night. And number two, they are in an out of bounds area. Why do, you, why do you think the astronomy tower is like out of bounds except for classes? How do you do like... Homework and what if what if you're really interested in astronomy? Like, do you just go maybe to a different need, tower? Maybe you need to get special permission. I bet you it's because it's like up so high, and mm-hmm. it's um, from what I envision, at least based on how they describe it in the books, it's very open. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily like an enclosed room. Like you are out like on a balcony. So it's like a safety of. thing. Yeah. yeah, that's what I would. Assume. Okay, I agree I mean, with that. And well, it makes sense that he would want to use that tower since it's so open. Mm-hmm. There's enough. It would be room. easy for them to fly right there, get the thing yeah. without anybody seeing or noticing, and go right. I feel like people would have noticed. And AK by thing, I meant dragon. Well, people but, theoretically you know. shouldn't be out noticing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, so we also find that Neville has been caught out of bed too. And this is like, this is like super heartbreaking moment in Neville's yeah. line of heartbreaking Neville. moment. So he was trying to warn Harry about Malfoy. And I put in parentheses that this shows bravery. Mm-hmm. Like major bravery. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause he's going out, like he knows that he's breaking rules, mm-hmm. but he is like Katie said, he's super loyal Mm-hmm. And he's going to warn, you know, his what he thinks at the time is his friend, which in a couple of seconds mm-hmm. we see that he then thinks otherwise. So McGonagall starts talking about how um, he Harry thought it would be funny that Neville over, overheard this stupid thing that Harry told Malfoy about a dragon and he probably thought it was hilarious that Neville, you know, believed it too. And Neville like his heart starts to break and it kind of bothers me that McGonagall puts that in his head. 
Yeah. I mean, yeah, because she doesn't know. Right. Like, you have no idea. And to portray Harry as that type of person when you really have no idea is I mean, kind it, of crappy. It did seem yeah. like that was the case, though. I mean, she catches Malfoy. Why would McGonagall, why would there be a dragon at Hogwarts? Yeah. And yeah. she's probably jaded by, I mean, she's a teacher. You get kind of jaded by what students do. So you think sometimes that they're all kind of playing be, a game. Trying it's to be stern. Not, not saying it's correct, right? Yeah. but it happens. So um, McGonagall pieces this own story of hers together. And she says it doesn't take a genius to work it out, which is kind of funny to me because her story she's is wrong. wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so she thinks that Harry told Malfoy a fictitious story about a dragon and then snuck out to see if he was going to get caught. And unfortunately, she said that Harry thought it would be funny that Neville got wind of this too and was out wandering. And Neville's heart basically breaks into pieces before us because he believes 100% what McGonagall says about her version of the story. Mm-hmm. And so Harry is like trying to convey to him, like without saying any words, that this is not true, but it really it doesn't get through to him because he, yeah, yeah, he's like looking just like dumbfounded. And even Harry like thinks to himself, quote, poor blundering Neville. So that was kind of interesting to me. Like, Mm. poor blundering Neville. Like, he has, Harry has pity on him. Yeah. Which, I don't know. I I don't know. It's just kind of strange to me. Yeah. Yeah. Like, why at this moment in time does he feel that way towards Neville? He knows, he barely knows anything about him, really, if you think about it. The word blundering is what's throwing me off i think it's maybe his classwork maybe i don't know i think they underestimate him oh yeah definitely well yeah for sure yeah you guys it just brings me back to the fact that like how would he have been had he had his own wand Mm -hmm. yeah i agree i think that they kind of just set him up for failure with that which is really unfortunate because neville could have been as we see later a BA. Really good. <laughs> when when does he get his own wand? Do we know? Not until after um not until after the ministry. So at the end. Oh wow, that long? Mm-hmm, Cuz he breaks his wand at the ministry. Uh, like I could see you getting your dad's wand and like having it, not mm-hmm. using it, but right. like come on. Especially because his family is a pure blood family, right? Like, you they know would how know. Work? Yeah. I, I think his know. grandmother severely underestimates him and thinks oh, that why definitely. bother getting him a wand because he's not going to do anything. She doesn't after the ministry, though. Yeah. yeah but she's that's like, yeah, of... my grandson. But why did it take that? Exactly. Like, mm-hmm. come on. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. If you support and encourage, you're going to see people blossom. Mm-hmm. But if you're constantly looking down upon them and you have no, like, high expectations for them, of course they're going to meet your low bar. How are right. they ever going to have confidence in themselves? Exactly. And that's what Neville needs. Well, yeah. and now you see, like, you see him, though, go and become despite that and despite you know clearly everybody else is thinking things negatively about him Mm -hmm. and he basically like without even trying to prove everybody wrong he proves them wrong you know what i mean yeah Mm -hmm. he's kind of just like i'm gonna do me and i me me being me is awesome and i feel like he fully became like who he should have been in that seventh year like he was finally something happened to him where he was like no, I, it was Dumbledore's army. I, I am yeah. an and awesome honestly, guy. He's yeah. like, he's like the perfect Gryffindor. You know what I mean? Like, he just embodies what 
when you think of like what Gryffindor is like, he's not someone that could be in any other house. Like he is a Gryffindor. He's loyal. He's brave. Yes. Mm-hmm. He's Neville Longbottom. <laughs> and something else I'm kind of thinking about, like when he takes Jenny to the ball, like he's just such a nice guy. Yeah. He's a chivalrous dude. He's a cool dude. He's then. one cool guy. So um, Harry thinks, you know, poor blundering Neville and he knew what it would have cost Neville to go out at night and warn them. And Harry feels like a sack of crap. He should. Pretty much. Yeah. But honestly, I think that Neville's reaction is more of a lesson learned to Harry than yes. the points being taken mm-hmm. away by McGonagall. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. So I would agree. I would also agree. Cause it's the same kind of reaction. I think he feels when everyone realizes they lost all those points. And so mm-hmm. everybody gets mad at him and he's like, yep. I disappointed all of these people. Well, let's get into that. Yeah. That's uh that's next on the, uh, that's my the old, the old outline there. So McGonagall is pretty like basically, I mean, the book straight up says that she's disgusted by their behavior. Disgusted. And you can tell that she's especially upset with Hermione. Like Mm -hmm. this is not something that she would expect of Hermione. Um, All three of them, Neville included, get detention and then they lose 50 points each from Gryffindor. That is a hefty fine. Oh yeah. I have a question. Go ahead. Now, we see how McGonagall takes points away and gives points for the troll earlier in this book, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is this not a little overkill compared to what she did for the troll? I think that part of it was like, they're like, what, really? You're taking like 50 points? And she's like, you know what? Just because you said that, 50 from all of you. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I think she's kind of making up for lack of points taken from troll. Maybe. I think she probably kicked herself and was like, you know, when you have hindsight, you're like, dang, these kids did not learn their lesson from being out last time. So yeah. now you yeah. got to really up it. Or maybe she's like, well, I didn't take that many points away then. Now they think they can do whatever they want running around these castle, this castle. I need to punish them. I agree, Katie. I really agree. Maybe it's getting towards the end of the year. A lot of stuff's happened the entire year, and she's just fed up. Like, where enough's enough, 50 points from everybody. Why is it always you Yeah, but you you just gotta... But really, why is it always you three? Although Ron is not actually a part of this one. Yeah. That's a lot more points, had he been. (laughs) (laughs) My opinion is that I think that it's a little much this i mean they're out at night she has no idea what they were doing it's literally just they were out at night well she thought that they were just fooling around well they thought yeah, she's also she, thinking like she thought they were just fooling around so she takes 50 points each but they battle a troll and she takes five from hermione and gives five to harry and how many of you I think mean, she would have taken had she known there was a literal dragon there? right well, but exactly man. that seems more plausible if she knew the whole story for real was true, but based yeah. on her story i think that that is ridiculously harsh i agree with that as well yeah she also thinks that they were screwing with malfoy you know what i mean good for them well yeah (laughs) as a teacher you can't play favorites right that is true but she also knows how much snape plays favorites and takes points away from students in her house more than he should and all she took from malfoy for doing the exact same thing that harry and hermione and neville were doing was 25 points i mean I don't know. I disagree with She's better her than Snape, decision. though. 
she is better than Snape, but <laughs> why should she heavily punish these three for the exact same thing that Malfoy did? They were out late at night. Yeah, but maybe it's one of those things where, like, parents, when they see their kids mm-hmm. acting up with, like, their, like... Say it's like their best friend's kid and they yell at their best friend's kid, but their own kids are going to be like, don't you dare. Like they get in more trouble regardless. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, I guess an example I could pull from that is my dad always coached me in softball and he was so much harder on me than he was the other people. I can see that. So I I think that she's a little, I think that she holds her house to an incredibly high standard. Mm -hmm. And when you mess up like that, she's going to let you know. Yeah. Ravenclaws don't mess up, so we don't have to worry about how. Well, Flitwick's also super nice. (laughs) (laughs) This gives me all the points because I'm. We just got really heated about that. I like it. Mm -hmm. It's good conversation. Yeah, I just think that it was uh, excessive. I think it was a little excessive. Mm -hmm. But when McGonagall's mad, McGonagall's mad. Yeah, but she's she don't play. But she's like hurting herself too, right? By doing that. Yeah, but 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 sometimes you gotta like take one for the team to build better character. And also, think about it. It's probably late at night. She's probably tired. Yeah. And these kids are fooling around. And she's like, 50 points! Okay. <laughs> so five minutes before that, why didn't she do the same to Malfoy? Because those aren't her tired. kids. <laughs> she wasn't as tired five minutes before. Maybe, she's now maybe her curler fell out. She lost it on the stair. We don't know what's happened. She's got I green guess. goop on her face. Her mm-hmm. slipper got lost. I don't know. Maybe, like, maybe... Finding Malfoy was like, oh, this is so annoying. And then finding Neville out. And then Harry, it's like, yeah, she adding, had had adding, it. Adding. And then Harry Sass being like, 50 points. Yeah, from all y'all. You're all getting points taken away, never coming back. I again. think it actually says, from all y'all. It does. It does. It does you know why? Because yeah. I yeah, wrote it's it. quote. Yeah. McGonagall it's does quote. say y'all. I think oh. she should have just stuck with 50. All right. That's me. We're hung up on this. <laughs> Moving on. We are. It's just. It's a lot, lot of points. Megan can't get over it. It's I okay. I cannot get over she's it. She's never going to get over this. Never gonna so she says up. that she's never been more ashamed of Gryffindor students. Which, again, there is like her pointing that she's holding her house to a high standard, which is fine. <laughs> but not. But it's not fine. So. <laughs> so also, she says that they shouldn't be out, especially at these dangerous times. I noted that as well. Mm-hmm. Why is she saying that the school's so dangerous right now? Like, they, mm. the kids don't know much of anything. Because Harry Potter's well, they there. Well, sh- they shouldn't know anything. Right. The but troll like, was how, a fluke. There's a man that's what wandering saying, around with of, two faces. Is it because Ooh. of the troll? Like, I'm not sure I understand why she says that. I don't understand them. why she said that either. Maybe she thinks because she knows the stone is there, clearly. Part of her... She has an enchantment guarding it. Right. So maybe she's thinking just having the stone there is enough for it to be danger, more dangerous than usual at Hogwarts. Because people I are going to try and come that. get that. Yeah. I can agree with that. But she can't hold that against the students when they are not even supposed to know about it. Right? That's what no. I'm saying. Like, well, I mean, they're not supposed to be says, out anyway, though. They're not. But, like, to actually, like, hold them to a higher standard by saying, oh, it's dangerous. Like, you should know. What? Like, they're not going to know if you don't tell them. I mean, yeah. it just yeah, seems a little bit weird for her to say that to It them. was odd. It was yeah. odd. Dear Joe. Because I yeah, don't see jo. any need for her to, like, say that. I mean, okay, I see the need for her to say it to them because if it is dangerous, they should know because they were out late at night. But how should they have known beforehand? Yeah. And if it is dangerous, why aren't they telling the students? Maybe she's saying it's dangerous because she knew that they were at the astronomy tower and being up there alone 
is dangerous. She said dangerous times, though. Oh, yeah, I don't know. I'm just grasping at straws here. I think okay. you're right about the stone. Like it's always trying. Hogwarts is always being attacked or trying to be infiltrated by dark forces. Correct. Always yeah. Is. So maybe having the stone there it's and just an added yeah reason for people. So to- maybe they think that dark people know that it's there. Yeah. Since the Gringotts break in and all that, maybe they think that that's that, and they know it's gone, and they're looking for it, and Hogwarts is super safe. So that could be it. I tried to break in during that time, so as an incredibly powerful dark wizard at seven. Because I don't think it was born yet, actually. Why do you want to learn a new language? Where would you use it? How would it come in handy? Maybe you have an upcoming international trip. Maybe you want to connect with family and friends, learn about a new culture, want to understand certain pop culture things. Well, Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program. And guess what? It's available on desktop or as an app. And it truly immerses you in the language that you want to learn. Rosetta Stone is a trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users and 25 language, languages offered. Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, Polish. These are just some of the examples of languages that you can learn. Fast language ac- acquisition. Rosetta Stone truly immerses you in so many ways. You really learn to speak, listen, and think in that language. It's designed for long-term retention, and it's got built-in true accent features to give you feedback on your pronunciation. It's kind of like having a personal trainer for your accent. It's also really convenient, and I'm really excited that there's an app. There's an app option, and you could also use it on your desktop. It's got an audio companion, and it's the ability to download lessons so you can do this offline. And it's at an amazing value. Lifetime membership has all 25 languages for any and all trips and languages needed in life. That's a lifetime access to all 25 language courses Rosetta Stone has to offer for 50% off. It's a steal. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Swish and Flick listeners will get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off for unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today. Today. gonna move on (laughs) sure no because yep (laughs) no she was not born (laughs) you'll be fine pretty sure that this takes place in like 91 doesn't it i think it does oh i uh, I don't know i just thought about that i'm like doing the math i'm like no he was born in 80 so yeah yeah okay i was a powerful powerful dark wizard at the age of two why do i feel this way okay i had to think about it but no yeah it was a lie 
So <laughs> my business. Back to Neville. <laughs> Neville. So they go back to the common room, and Harry can't sleep because poor Neville is literally crying for hours. <laughs> you shouldn't laugh. That is really sad. It's so sad. It makes you want to cry so a little bit. I mean, well, he cries all night about this. You think he'd loyal, fall asleep? Loyal little Neville. Just double crossed yeah. Yeah. by, by someone who he his thought was friend. a friend. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's really sad. Ugh. So the story the next day after the Gryffindors saw how many points were gone was, quote, Harry Potter, the famous Harry Potter, <laughs> their hero of two Quidditch matches, <laughs> had lost them all those points. Him and a couple of other stupid first years. Stupid first years. Ickle, Ickle firsties. firsties, dude. <laughs> That's a nice boulder. That's a nice boulder. <laughs> so funny. Was that in a regular episode or a Felix file? I think it was a Felix. Oh. Felix if you're not a patron, file. you, you miss out be. on some funny jokes. <laughs> the Felix file. All right. So Harry went from being one of the most popular students to the most hated. Way to go. The first of many times. Yeah, <laughs> honest to God. So hated that even the Ravenclaws and Hufflepuffs were anger, angry with them because the Slytherins were currently in the lead. So they didn't care that they moved up in the rankings. They were so angry that Slytherin was number one now. Shout out to Slytherin. Oh my gosh. Who was before they lost the points? Who was in last place? Hufflepuff. Always. You don't know. I'm No, I'm pretty sure. Oh my gosh. I'm pretty sure that they were because at the end of the year, Hufflepuff is in third. So I would assume that they were last because Gryffindor was last. Uh, Yeah, you go ahead and assume. Sorry, you go ahead. Yeah, well, well, you know what I'm they say about saying. people who assume. <sighs> Harry even went to go and offer to resign from the Quidditch team. Mm. Like, why on earth does he think that's going to help anything? I don't get it. He's, He's just a, upset. A, an 11 year old boy that was never sorted into Ravenclaw for his smarts. Hey. And that's why. <laughs> people can be smart and be in other houses. Not you. So he vows to never meddle in things that have nothing to do with him ever again. <laughs> And people also are not talking to Hermione or Neville. So basically they all vow together to just focus on studying and stay out of trouble. Well, that last day. <laughs> yeah, that lasted real long. Real long. Sorry. Okay. It's my turn. Puff's going to puff, man. My name's man. Katie gonna and I'm going to talk about some puff. stuff. <laughs> so yeah, like Mike said, Harry has sworn himself off of it. Uh, of it. Oh my God. Are you so Worn himself off of adventure. <laughs> Got through it, guys. Yeah, it ten times fast. Nope. <laughs> but it was put to the test about a week before exams started because he's walking back from the library and he heard somebody whimpering in a classroom. Turns out it's Quirrell, and he's in there saying like, "No, no, not again, please." And Harry thinks that it sounds like someone's threatening him. And he hears Quirrell like sobbing in there, and he comes hurrying out of the classroom, straightening his turban. Hmm. And he looks like he's about to cry. Cue weird mental image of Quirrell arguing at the back of his own head. Yeah. So Harry assumes it's Snape, of course, in there. And he goes straight to tell Ron and Hermione about it. And Hermione suggests going to Dumbledore, but they can't because they don't really have any proof. And who's going to believe three first years over Severus Snape? Yep. And Ron wants to do some poking around. But surprisingly, Harry says no. He's done with the adventure for now because he doesn't want to lose any more points because everyone hates him. Yeah. 
So the next morning, Harry, Hermione, and Neville, not Ron, as the movie portrays it, get a note about their detention, which is at 11 at night? Yeah. Why? 11 at night? They're 11. Like, I get we're in the wizarding world, but like, what? I mean, we can also talk about... They're going into the forest. Yeah. Well, that that's that's I'm an obvious that. next step. All these yeah. things, all of them. Yeah. Every single, is this a weeknight? Like, or is this like a Friday night? I don't, I don't know. If it's or they're going to be like, sex. your punishment is staying up all night and going to classes all day. The next <laughs> I day. would hope it's a Sucks Friday. To Welcome to my Sucks life. Sucks to suck. <laughs> we also find out a little bit more about creepy Filch. How he has chains in his office, well oiled in case the old punishments of hanging you by your wrists for a few days ever comes back. Shame Charming. Met the old punishments die. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I, I love just, your Filch. <laughs> Can we just talk about Filch for a second? So I was watching Filch. Filch. I was watching. I don't know if it was the first or the second one I was really watching yesterday. Um, and I just remember looking at him, thinking, "God, you looked old then." And he's also in Game of Thrones. And he's, he looks old then. He's looked old for like twenty five. Just don't years. like him. I don't. What Sorry. if he were here? I could say it to his face. You say I don't like the actor, the people that you portray. Mm. He's probably not a bad dude. I don't know. <laughs> he killed a lot of Starks. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Are we in the Harry Potter fandom or or are you off in Game no? Of I'm never. I don't even know who Harry Potter is. <laughs> That's right. You say that every episode. Every episode, my friend. It's my catchphrase. People, Who's Harry Potter? People aren't over it. Who's Harry Potter? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Harry. So Harry feels a little bit better about this detention because they're going to be with Hagrid. But Malfoy, not so tough. Glad we actually get to see this side of him. He's actually scared of going into the forest, which, as we were saying before, you need a permission slip to go into Hogsmeade, Mm -hmm. but shipping you off to the forest for detention at nearly midnight is A-OK. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Welcome to Hogwarts. Go into, like, the biggest wizarding neighborhood, community, (laughs) whatever, but, you know, we'll just throw you into the forest here. And they get split up. Yeah, like Next children. Game. Children are by themselves yeah, with a bloody coward. Yeah. Well, thank don't you. Don't talk about Fang like that. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm just saying. It just, yeah. oh, it's just insane to me. I love Memory. how Hagrid puts Malfoy in his place, though, because Malfoy's trying to be yes. all like, mm-hmm. "My father's going to hear about this." And Hagrid's like, "Shut <laughs> up! Like Shut up!" Yeah. <laughs> Hagrid's like, "Well, if you don't like it, go ahead, turn around, go back to the castle, pack your bags, get yes. out of here." And Malfoy like wants to fight him but he just gives up yeah so because he's a chicken he's a chicken yeah i was thinking when i was reading this i was thinking um in the third book when hermione punches him and he gets all like <laughs> that felt good like she she yeah. shoves her wand in his face and he's like whimpering and then yeah. she like backs up and he's like hey, man, hey, man. i'm like you were literally just cowering and then she turns on him punches him boom pow, pow. pow. right in the kisser mm-hmm. pow right in the kisser so the whole point of them going into the forest is they have to find a hurt unicorn. Sad. Mm-hmm. That makes me super sad. And they have to follow the trail of silver blood. You're not allowed to do that anymore. Sad. Thank you, Sarah. You're welcome. All right. <laughs> Sarah's got some handwritten notes, so we don't know what's happening. It's anyone's so, guess right now. <laughs> we're going to talk about Game of Thrones now. <laughs> I love that you're like choking over there in your water. All right. So the Forbidden Forest, it says home to many weird, wonderful, and highly dangerous creatures, which begs the question again, why are children going in there at night? And especially if they're like not supposed to go in there anyway, why is this any different of circumstances? Why are they just have the detention down the third floor corridor? Feeding the fluffy. Why not? Feeding the fluffy. (laughs) 
Like, and what bothers me also, like, so you're sending them into the woods and <laughs> you're sending them into the woods to look for something that hurt a unicorn. Like that's dangerous. Yes. <laughs> all right. So the things that live in the forest that, um, well, we, not all of these things live here yet, but the acromantula, hippogriffs, Ooh. unicorns, thestrals, werewolves, Ooh. centaurs, and in a few years, aka like a year, a Ford Anglia, a rogue Ford Anglia. Probably the coolest thing in the forest. I would say so. I'm probably the coolest thing in the forest. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> Dumbledore says it's out of bounds to students, which again, we've been discussing, then why are they there? And I said, except when they are given detentions and have to go at night to look for what might be killing the unicorns. God. You know, don't worry about it. Yeah. Maybe killing the students. It's so crazy. It's mind boggling to me. Um, and I w- wrote down some things that um, I thought were cool that have happened in the Forbidden Forest. Like we see the unicorns and we see that they are being hunted. Yes. Um, we meet Aragog. We meet Grop. And then he meets Voldemort there in the last book. So things, interesting things happen in the forest. You learn things in the forest. The forest is foresty, crazy important, but like scary. Mm-hmm. I don't know, like super important things happen there for some place that they're never supposed to go, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and if you think about it, like real forests are kind of scary. They usually yeah, they always are. in there at night. <laughs> This isn't the only scary forest in the series either, right? Because, like, uh-huh. Voldemort's in the forests of Albania. Yeah. I would not want to be in there while he was there. No. Nope. Nope. Um, it's a theme. What, scary forests? I was reading on Pottermore. They were talking about how... Um, they were, like... They were talking about building the actual forest and how, yes, they could have gone to, the, like a forest and actually film there, but they're like, you're able to do so, so much more if you built it yourself because mm-hmm. you don't have to worry about live animals and like things in nature happening while you're filming, which is like, Oh, I guess it's so true. And so yeah. they were able to, in the first film, um, may get a specific way to like see the animals, um, coming and like the ground, they were talking about how they had moss on the ground and then they changed it up to be a little bit more cr- I don't know if they use the word crazy, but um, a little bit different to when you meet the spiders. um, I just thought it was really cool. That is neat. They've discussed how they change up how it looks. Yeah. And so we meet centaurs and um, not centaurs, but centaur. How do you say that? Centaur? I say centaur. Centaur. I think either is acceptable. Tomato, tomato. I think that uh, Sarah doesn't know how to talk. (laughs) Like the end of centaur looks like dinosaur. Right, S A U R. Centaur, centaur, dinosaur. Yeah, he's a so dinosaur. I'm so also, sorry. I was thinking this today when we were watching Centasaur. Sorcerer's Stone for Freeform Weekend. Scary Potter I, Weekend. My dad came home last so night. He's like, "Oh, it's a Harry Potter Weekend." I go, "No, it's a Scary Potter Weekend." <laughs> like, there is a difference. Uh, all right. And I was like, I'm really upset that they didn't put the centaurs in the movies more often after that. Like I yeah. I wonder if it was they didn't look bad. No, or they it was looked difficult good. To, yeah. mm-hmm. Well, what happened with Grop? Well that's it, a different ballgame. But I would have loved to see like Ferenz come yes. into the castle and teach. That would have been super cool mm-hmm. to see his classroom because it like looked like outside but it was mm-hmm. like a classroom. Yes. Which was always really well, cool. And it would be cool to see. So you learn them fighting. Uh, did they show them fighting? Maybe I briefly. Don't, I, don't I don't know. It might be like Can't one of those remember. extended scenes kind yeah. of thing. 
Um, so a lot happened. In centaurs that scene. Yeah. are. A species that unite human and horse. So they have the torso of a human man. Well, are there female centaurs? I, I would assume. Let me know. take to the internet. Um, and then the body is a, that of a horse. Um, they're categorized as beasts by their own request. Well, how would they? They pride themselves in living in the forest away from humans. And they um, are not keen on humans. They don't like them. I think they think that they are above them and smarter than them. I have an answer for you. Yes. In Greek mythology, female centaurs are called centaurides. Hmm. And though they are not mentioned in early Greek literature and art, they do appear occasionally in later antiquity. Okay. Hmm. Um, so they I are, was going to say that seems a little impossible. What? Why? For there to not be female centaurs. Oh, I was oh. like, for, I thought you meant impossible for there to be, and I'm like, explain. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, sorry, I just wanted to read something real quick. So... They're fascinated by the stars, um, and later on you see uh, the one that we meet, Ferenz, how he becomes a teacher, and they kind of like, they. you see in this book that they don't really like how he is willing to let Harry ride on his back, and that um, he like, is. you see he's a little bit more forthcoming with, with talking about things than the other ones are. Yeah, he's mentioned as like a younger centaur, so it's almost like he's like the next generation mm. of centaurs. It's that yeah. generational yeah. gap yeah. that some may well, feel don't, experiencing is another thing that JK world. parallels to real world, right? Yeah. yeah. Does, do they banish him? Yes. yes. Is that what they did? I yeah. didn't know yeah. for sure, but that's him. what they wrote if down. If he were to come back into the forest after he agreed to teach, they would have killed him. Yeah. Um, and I thought Crazy. it was cure, cool. I don't know if you guys said this, Later on, but um, my computer's doing things. Quit touching my stuff. So he, um, they kept saying Mars is bright. Mars is bright. Yeah. Did you guys look what that up? Because I'm like, I did. Saying it. Are you talking about it? What was, What were you gonna say? I did. I'm sorry, we're jumping a little bit ahead because I still have one more thing to talk about. But go on. I think I really get up. No, 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 no. I just saw something really cool that was on Reddit that I want to tell. Um, and I couldn't I don't see, see it if in you... your notes. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't. I don't see it either. I don't see it either. All right. So, do you remember what it was? Did you delete it so you could talk about it? it It's a conspiracy. It is. I just want to be the number one. I swear, I wrote it in there. Um, I hate everything. They keep saying Mars is bright. Why are you laughing at me? Don't worry about it. Hmm. (laughs) Um, And so I looked it up and. I don't know how many people know that like Mars is um, the god of war. Yes. And so Mars is getting brighter because war is coming. Yes. That is one person's interpretation. And I read that in my mind was like, I'm sorry. that's so true oh, shoot. that like not even just something, something wicked this way comes. Dude, the beginning of that sounded like football. So, is that what you read? Is that what you remember? Yeah, no, I said that um, Mars is like the god of war, and then also um, Roman god of war. We should point out it's um, red god of war is Aries, red, red planet. So that's also um, your thank you, thank you, thanks. Redeeming myself. I really cannot get over. I I literally typed it down like I thought I had it highlighted. I have no idea where it went. But, but I read that and I was just yeah. So I'm glad cool. that uh, great minds think alike. Yeah. But I'm kind of mad that it's not in there. Um. And so now I'm going to hmm. talk about unicorns. Unicorns. They have unicorns. You and I corns. <laughs> 
I'm not going to say no to that. Okay. So they're beautiful, pure white, horned horses with highly magical properties. White. (laughs) Why not? Um, Hagrid (laughs) says he's never known one to be hurt. So going back to the fact that, A, something in the forest is hurting them and killing this um, animal. They must be very strong and like very... Why are children going into the forest if there's something hurting a unicorn? They are supposed to be very fast because Harry asks, did a werewolf kill it? And he's like, nah, not not fast enough. enough. Which is crazy. So they gotta be like... It's bananas crazy. Bananas? I can't believe that there are really werewolves in that forest. Oh, there are. I would believe There are. I think we talked about this (laughs) a while ago. We were were speculating whether there might be a, uh, a pack in there. Yeah, because they're so dis- they're so um, shunned yeah. Yeah. from society. Mm-hmm. They just try to live underground. Why wouldn't you want to live there by Hogwarts? Be, oh, there has gosh. to be so m- much protection preventing things in the forest to come out, though. I would think, like Probably. magically, for the students. I mean, otherwise. Would students be allowed to even be on the grounds, like by the well, forest? That's I probably curious. why I agree with you because that's probably like the edge of the forest is yeah. where like the enchantments and like everything is. So like the second you walk in there, it's like not that you're like free game, but you're free game. Like you go in there, you don't know what's going to happen. So enchantments against things in the forest from coming mm-hmm. out. Do you get what she's Why saying? Why wouldn't it work both ways? Why wouldn't it be like a shield? Well, because yeah, but- Hagrid has to go in there for some reasons, right? He's but like, also when they're in there, they come out. I'm talking about like animals and stuff, like the creatures. Like maybe there's like an enchantment. But what, like what, to, how does that get? That gets a little weird with werewolves. I, I don't. I'm just speculating. I so don't am know. I. For I'm sure. speculating with you. You're wrong. So go home. I don't know. You don't even. <laughs> I don't even. Know. Werewolves are people, though. They are. Maybe, maybe back when Remus was at school and it was all like this freaking shack was haunted. But you probably still hear howls. So maybe it's like that's where the rumor got started that there might be werewolves in the mm. forest could be you're right maybe because uh malfoy was was he at school at the time or was he already gone senior lucius mm. i think he was i think he was older than them i think he was older he than them to too yes he was he's like was, 50 or something right but like was he more so in voldemort's oh really range, i thought well I isn't voldemort like old though? voldemort died when he was 71 oh, mm-hmm. oh so no never mind <laughs> <laughs> But so, he's probably oh, no, like ten I years. think that Lucius is like Molly's. Um, Hold on, Molly's, Molly's era. age. That's what I always assumed. Does he have a huh. birth date on the old more of Potter? I well, he's probably more apt to have a birthday on uh, the lexicon. The lexicon. Well, let's I, let's look it up, Lucius. Let's look it up. So do you want do you want me to talk Malfoy. more about unicorns now that uh, you do we're you day. boo yeah. we got off on a little werewolf tangent <laughs> so, 1953 1959 September 1st 1959 is his birthday that's mm-hmm. what it says hmm. mine says otherwise oh um, really the early birth, life the 1954 birth year to on Pottermore is 1954 yeah oh okay I'm sorry it should be Google <laughs> did me wrong. Well, what year? So did, where what year did you say? Fifty nine. Oh, Molly Weasley. Yeah, look All her right. up. Birthday. All right, Sarah, you go. So um, they're found. Unicorns are found throughout forests in Europe. So they were there at the same time, but she's older. Yeah. Okay. Um, and we see, or we've seen that unicorn hair is used in wand cores. They prefer a woman's touch, and this is what Grubbly, Professor Grubbly Plank tells us. Um, what's interesting, I found on the internet that fowls, the baby um, unicorns, are golden at mm-hmm. birth, and they turn silver before you call it a reaching... a fowl? 
How do you it's say a foal. <laughs> Whatever. You know I can't read. I've never heard that before. A foal? Yes, young horses are called foals. I've only, that's not what I've heard. What have I, you heard? I don't know. We learn something new. Foul are birds. Words, words, words. I'm so sick of words. <laughs> In that movie. Um, and so they turn silver before reaching adulthood. And their hair, their horns, and their blood all have magical properties. Um, they're not typically aggressive, but um, they can be forced. And, but they should be handled with care. And those are unicorns. So they, so, sorry, I'm back on Malfoy. <laughs> because I was looking to see when Lupin was born. So he was born in 60. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So 54 to 60 is six years. So if so Lupin was there year. his first year, he was a seventh you were year. You were a senior, weren't you? No, I was trying to, I was going to think, is it six, six or, or seven? seven. Oh. And um, so he would have heard Lupin yeah. in the Shrieking Shack. Maybe it was just Could a rumor be. that got, or not a rumor. Yeah. Yeah, a rumor that yeah. got started that, you know, that was haunted. Maybe there's werewolves. So maybe they were like, that. maybe there's werewolves. So Malfoy Sr. would have heard that to tell yeah, Draco. That's, right. that's a good thought. It makes sense. Sorry, I wanted to figure that out. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Interesting. Interesting thoughts, my friends. Indeed. Indeed. All specu- speculation. 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 So that brings us to... Finding the unicorn. Finding Nemo. How the children find the unicorn in the forbidden forest. Yeah. So let's on dive their on their own. On their own with the dog that's a coward. And everybody books it but hurry. Okay. Yes. Hurry true. does not hurry. No. no. <laughs> he stumbles. So Harry stops Malfoy with his arm at the sight of something white and gleaming on the ground. It's the unicorn they have been looking for and it's dead. And it says that even in death, the unicorn was stunningly beautiful. That's sad. It's interesting that Harry would like, to me, that's like a protecting thing, like holding out your arm, being like, wait, to like, that he would do that to Malfoy. It shows you what kind of person he is, because Malfoy would be like, I hope you fall. Well, Malfoy runs. <laughs> well, that just yeah. shows us what kind Oh, you are not going to update right now. You stop. You stop this computer. I thought she was yelling at me. I'm like, I'm not doing anything. No, this my thing. computer like took away my page, and I was like, ready to update? No, I'm not. Sorry. <laughs> All right. In the middle of podcast. Doesn't it know? Doesn't it know? Gosh. So Harry is mesmerized by the way that this unicorn looks, and he begins walking towards it, and he stops at the sound of something slithering. Slithering. A hooded, cloaked figure emerges from the bushes like a stalking beast, and it crouches down and begins drinking the unicorn's blood. Malfoy screams, and he and Fang book it. Book it. They take off. And then all of a sudden, Harry's scar pierces his head with a pain like his, it, he felt like his head was on fire. He was half blinded and he fell to his knees. And so th- when he hear, when this hooded figure like hears Malfoy screaming and whatever and running, it looks up and it has silver blood dripping down its front and it moves towards Harry swiftly. Ooh. And then this entire, like when I remember reading this, this whole scene was just terrifying. It's me. very scary. So I don't know. So, so he can just leave the body and come back. I think it was actually, I think it was coral. coral. Oh, really? Yeah. That's what I think. Ooh. I mean, cause they're one, but it was probably like, 
When to become also, one. Also, Quirrell wasn't drinking it. It was probably literally oh, so like, like the, the back, back of, of his, his head. Do you think so? Head is ridiculous. I think. I think it could have been either way. Hmm. I guess. I don't know. Because he would have had to like. <laughs> he's like crawling Lean on the ground like oh, oh Sarah's demonstrating are you gonna act this out is he like this like <laughs> possible like crawling on, on the, the ground. ground I think it was just like stalking like just I don't know Katie I think I never made the connection that because earlier in this chapter Harry overhears overhears Quirrell in a classroom talking to himself and I think Voldemort was telling him Yep. You need to go out into the forest yep. and drink this blood. Yep. And I never made that connection until this reread. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that part of him, I think Voldemort like super possesses him even more right now. Because he doesn't want to do it. No, he does. He's terrified to do it. I mean, he's, he, he knows what it does. Sobbing. Yeah. You know, he knows what this does. Right. So you, you think that him talking in the closet, not closet, <laughs> classroom it's just that, or he has no no. I think Voldemort's saying words. like, "Go into the more. forest. We need more unicorn blood." But you don't think like, "Why aren't you going to get the stone?" Like, we need this. Well, now. he says, "Not again, not again." Oh, I guess that's yeah. true. So that that's kind true. of makes me think that it's all about it's the blood. The blood. You know what this reminds me of? Blood, blood, blood. There. I I don't know. Throwback YouTube. YouTube oh, okay, probably all grown right. now. Oh my gosh, I wonder how old that little kid is. God, he was so cute. Okay, <laughs> so just th- so Harry Scar is on fire, killing him Almost in the feeling, and so just then another centaur, a new one, jumps clean over Harry and charges at the hooded figure, and the the hooded figure takes off, and we don't read about how the hooded figure leaves, but in the movie it flies away, which we know is probably incorrect because I don't think Voldemort. Would have been able to have the, wouldn't have the power. strength to do that and, at this time. Yeah, I don't and think if it's, that he could have, yeah. I think it was just a movieism. Yes, mm-hmm. and okay. I would assume that like if he was still um, not connected to Quirrell, attached but like to attached Quirrell. to Quirrell. Like if so earlier he's like they they say he's like something about slithering like a creature, or whatever. He probably was like scampering away, kind of thing, like on like all fours, like a like an animal. An animal. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the book makes it look very. Like animalistic beast because mm-hmm. it says it's like yeah. a stalking beast, yeah. right? But they also kind of make it look more like a like a spirit almost. How it yes. like flies, right? They kind of make it they it, they make me feel like it's how they portray Voldemort at the end of the movie when he like comes away from Quirrell and it's just like his oh. head. Mm-hmm. This is what it says. That's kind of what the movie makes me feel like that happens. Mm-hmm. Okay, what does it say? It says a hooded figure came crawling across the ground like some stalking beast. Harry Malfoy and Fangs stood transfixed. The closed fig- figure reached the unicorn, lowering its head over the wound in the animal side, and began to drink its blood. Does it say anything about leaving? I don't think it does. It says when he looked up, the um, figure was gone. Was gone. Yeah. Had gone. All right, so the centaur that um, comes on the scene is Ferenz. He is Ferenz. he has white blonde hair, a palom- not what he looks like in the movie. Not at all. <laughs> a palomino horse body and blue eyes. So, um, and he knew who Harry was after looking at him and then looking at his scar. And he says, "Quote: 
you are the Potter boy. And so even magical creatures know who Harry is and what he has done. And so Ferenz tells Harry that the forest is dangerous at this time, and it's especially for him. So I wanted to read from the chapter what Ferenz says. Is this maybe what McGonagall knows? I don't think so. I would agree with Tiffany. I don't because think it so. sounds like they're reading the stars. Oh yeah, that's and that's true. an impractical branch of magic. And they to would Donald. not tell they w- a wizard correct. their information. No, they well, would not. Mars is bright tonight. It is war bright. is imminent. War is coming. Okay, they are coming. Oh, they I'm not at this part coming. yet. Okay, am I at this part? Yeah, you are. I don't know. You right here. Reads from mm. chapter about other centaurs. I know, but this is... I am centaurs. No? Okay. I guess I... I, But... So Harry gets on his back, though. Mm -hmm. I guess that's what I I left out of my uh, notes here. So Harry gets on his back, and... Maybe there was a different part I wanted to read. There is another note down here for you to read. There's two notes? Yep. Well, son of a gun. Hmm. Somebody else chat until I can find this. (laughs) Do you guys, um, no, how do you guys think like, okay, what I guess I don't understand, like, how do they read the stars? Like, what does that mean? They know how it moves. Like they know more. But isn't it like set? Well, you know what I mean? Like like the sky is always gonna, like the stars are always, the constellations Right, we can always find them in the general areas at different times of the year. But even the so planets move and the planets change, and that's also move and align mm-hmm. at different times. Mm-hmm. Oh, kind of like how we have eclipses and that kind of stuff, right? Because that only happens so often. So whenever you know stuff how like we just comes, you know how we just watch Hercules, and when yeah. all the planets align at a certain time, something is going to happen. So right. they're foretelling like things. Mercury's in retrograde; Got things it. go crazy, kind of thing. Okay. And not everyone you know. believes that either. Not everyone right. believes that Friday the 13th is crazy or full moons are crazy. Well, let me tell well, it's you, crazy if at the you schools. work at a place where you deal with customers, you know Friday the or 13th students, is crazy. Or patients. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. can tell you now, any day it's a full moon. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Same Whoa. here. Seriously. I mean, Whoa. Yeah. Really? I mean, like, it really does have an effect on all the from off the rockers. on full moon days and Friday the 13th. And it's, and Actually, this past Friday, which was Friday the 13th, wasn't too bad. Oh, but mine was Personally, horrible. wasn't bad for me. I was right in where I wanted to read. Oh, I don't know what I was thinking. It's okay. It's fine. All right. So, Ferenz, after he's like, you are the Potter boy, he asks, he says, the forest is not safe at this time, especially for you. Can you ride? It'll be quicker this way. And then he tells him that his name is Friends. And Harry gets on his back. And then all of a sudden, all these other centaurs are around. Ronan and um, a centaur named Bane come bursting through the trees. And they're like, Friends, what are you doing? You have a human on your back. Have you no shame? Are you a common mule? And so Friends goes into this whole thing. And so this is what I wanted to read. So it says... Do you realize who this is, said Friends? This is the Potter boy. The quicker he leaves this forest, the better. What have you been telling him, growled Bane? Remember, friends, we are sworn not to set ourselves against the heavens. Have we not read what is to come in the movements of the planets? Ronan pawed the ground nervously. I'm sure Ferenz thought he was acting for the best, he said in his gloomy voice. Bane kicked his back legs in anger. For the best? What is this to do with us? Centaurs are concerned with what... Do-do-do... 
has been foretold. It is not our business to run around like donkeys after stray humans in our forest. Ferenc suddenly reared on his hind legs in anger so that Harry could grab his shoulders to stay on. Do you not see that unicorn Ferenc bellowed at Bane? Do you not understand why it was killed or have the planets not let you on on that secret? I set myself against what is lurking in the forest, Bane, and yes, with humans along me, alongside me if I must. And so that was pretty intense. So that kind of lets you know, like... He's going to do him. He's going to do him and, like, how much centaurs want to stay away from wizards. Mm -hmm. And yet friends is like, look, there's some really crazy crap about to happen. Yeah. You can see it in the stars. Well, I'm going to fight alongside humans whether you want yeah. to or not. And because yeah. he's like, it's going to affect us no matter what mm. we read in the stars and in the sky. Like, So you're either for yourselves or against yourselves. That's essentially what it boils down to. Yeah. yeah. They seem to be obviously very close-minded. Mm-hmm. So again, that is generational sometimes. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be that person who comes up and wants to change things. That's just, I mean, that's real life, right? I mean, yeah. Ferenz is that person. Yeah. And also, I wonder if Ferenz has maybe such a strong gift that maybe he could read in the stars that this war that's coming that maybe they all knew about was going to also affect them. Like yeah, this wizarding war doesn't wasn't just a wizard it's not war. Just wizards, right? Yeah, do I they mean, fight in the war? I think they do, and it's, I can't it's remember. Parallels. I can't remember if it's parallel. If it, I was going to say parallel, because you just said that, I can't remember if they show it in the movie. But I I'm pretty sure they just do. finished Deathly Hollows, and I'm like ninety five percent sure that the centaurs do end up coming to fight. But it's at like the last minute. Yeah, yeah. when Harry dies and Hagrid's carrying him back, yes. Hagrid yes. yells at the centaurs and says, "Look at this! Are you happy you decided to not fight along with us? Oh, Look yeah. what happened!" And then round two, they roll in, and then yes. when Harry comes back, That's they're right. like, "You know what?" we do have to fight and they all kind of take a friend stance and they come and help. Yeah. yeah. But it takes it a takes lot till to the last freaking second. True. To be like, all right, they're we're, like, we're oh, cra- well, the, well, it's like, oh crap, Harry Potter's dead. They knew from the stars that this was the chosen one. Yep. Like now what are you going to do? Right. Yeah. And then I like how he was like, the planets have been wrong, read wrongly before uh, now, even by centaurs. I hope this is one of those times. So it's interesting to think like, Ferenc says that mm-hmm. maybe says they read the stars, stars that he's going to die, but they didn't know that he would come back. Ooh, ah, yeah, ooh. good one. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Crazy. Yeah. So I just wanted to talk a little bit about unicorn blood. No, thank you. Okay. So it's only drank by those who have nothing to lose and everything to gain, and you will have a half life, and it will be cursed. Can we talk about that meme on the internet? It's like, aka, you're drinking coffee. Like, <laughs> what? I don't know. Have you never meme. seen no. it? It's so funny. It's like, it basically is like, you. this is like unicorn blood. You'll drink it, but you're still going to have like a half life, a curse life, because <laughs> you're so tired and the coffee's not really going to do anything, but it's kind of going to get you like staying awake. Oh, but you're still so to keep drinking more and more. That's me on the regular, guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll find it. All right. Keep so, talking. Um, that's all I have about unicorn blood. <laughs> So Ferenz asks if Harry knows what's hidden in the school. And so Harry puts together that the elixir of life and the sorcerer's stone must um, 
be meant for Voldemort. Mm -hmm. And so they return to Hagrid and Harry tells them that they found the unicorn dead in the clearing. Um, And then after the detention is over, they head back to the common room where Ron is found sleeping and they fill him in on what happened in the forest. And they come to the conclusion that Snape is after the stone for Voldemort. And Ron pleads for Harry to stop saying Voldemort's name. I wish that Ron would have just gotten over that. I mean, it he grew up. He's got to, he's got to, yeah, that's like years and years and years and years. Like, I'm not expecting him to be over it now, but like the seventh one. Well, it is. Should have been over it. Taboo. I mean, mm-hmm. it is. <laughs> and think about it. It saves them eventually because then it's you true, really can't Ron, say Voldemort. Well, Ron is the one that makes them like stop saying it because he doesn't want to hear it, right? So there were many times that Harry and Hermione could have gotten them caught before they did get caught yeah. Yeah. that Ron ended up stopping, which is good. But This is not the meme, but this says, I feel like substituting sleep with caffeine is a lot like drinking unicorn blood to stay immortal. You'll have but a half-life, a curse life from the moment it touches your lips. <laughs> and literally underneath it's like, too real. <laughs> it's too real. Too real. That's great. Um, and so Harry discusses what friends shared with them, um, especially about like the other centaurs and what they thought about Harry being on his back. And he states that he thinks that's what's written in the stars is that Voldemort re- will return and kill him, which technically he does. Mm-hmm. And so Hermione, um, she's like frightened, but she also has like a word of comfort for him. She says, Harry, everyone knows that Dumbledore is the only one you know who was ever afraid of. With Dumbledore around, you know who won't touch you. Ha <laughs> ha. Get it? No? Nobody? <laughs> yes. No. Later yes. on? He can't. I can t- you know. <laughs> <laughs> that was my boldy. All right. Dumbledore wasn't around for that, so ha-ha. That's true. Anyway, who says the centaurs are right? It sounds like fortune-telling to me, and Professor McGonagall says that that's a very impriced branch of magic. Which is interesting, because you see later on when she... I mean, fortune-telling, quote, Hermione is... Not everybody can do that. Crazy important <laughs> in the series. So... At the end of the chapter, when Harry goes to bed, he finds his cloak folded neatly under his sheets with a note that read, just in case. Just in case. Thank you, Dumbledore. Thank you, Dumbly. Dumbledore. Dumbledore. All right. Dumbledore. So that brings us to our lightning bolt round. I have a crap ton of questions. Well, lightning that's good because I have none. I have a crap ton. You go, sister. You so throw you, those bolts down. Go. Here we go. Pew, 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 pew. All right. So. We already asked the one. McGonagall calls the school climate dangerous. What does she know? Troll or something more. We talked about that. I'm going to let that one go. Um, I ask, was losing that huge amount of points a school record? Ooh. I'm going to say no. Fred and George had it. never done that. I bet you his dad did. His I bet, dad being Harry. Yeah, I was yeah. just going to say to the Marauders. I love how all of us probably like, those four guys. <laughs> they were them. rotten. <laughs> well, there, first of all, there's four of them. Yes. So there are four of us. Three out of the four are we the Marauders? Someone's got to be Peter. Not me. Not it. Nose goes. Oh, that was close. <laughs> oh, it was so me. Rock paper scissors. It. No way. I am immune from this. What I was, the I first was talking to Megan and Sarah. Oh, good. What That's fine. Because I'm serious. You're Remus. What do my nose goes? I should be James because she hates James. Ha ha, James. <laughs> I would much rather be James than Peter. Sucks, be real. Sucks. sucks to suck. 
You're the Slytherin, <laughs> and we all feel like Peter should be a Slytherin, so. I have debunked that. <laughs> Look at this finger. <laughs> I have debunked Peter as a Slytherin. You can't say you, he, he could fit in. Not he, say he completely would be. He has no ambition. Yeah, but does he, doesn't he have Katie. no ambition? No. Katie. He has bravery. <laughs> Ugh. I'm James, I call it. He's a little it. twerp. Your parents said it too. You're not, <laughs> you're not a twerp. Peter is. All right. Mm. I don't know. Do you chew or pee on sheets? She does look like a rat. I'm totally she has mouse ears, ears on. <laughs> so does Katie. Well, she's... There's we a T.I. double There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Thank you. There's no way that Tiffany is serious. I kind of agree with the that. Face. She would be... a dog! Mm. Mm. Who I don't know if would be dog is serious. You're not. He is Ooh. me. He and I are twins. No, you know who? She would be Lily. Why? Because Wait, you're like a little good girl. Oh, can I be Meg Lily? would be Meg, me, Meg would be Lily. No, we don't I don't think so. I think her and I would be James and serious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Katie just has to go along. I want to be Peter. Total sense. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like who would be James and who would be who would be serious? I feel like you're serious. You're probably serious. Oh, I'm okay with that. No, you I'm died not in first, this. so I'm really okay with that. Am I by the wayside? <laughs> so I'm I didn't hear James. you. Yeah, she's Lily. We don't have a Peter. Hey, baby. We kicked we him out. <laughs> If you want to, if you want to be, (laughs) (laughs) what did you just? What? what? No, I didn't hear you. She was Lily, so I'm James, and I said, "Hey, baby," (laughs) and she said something about being a stag. She's Lily, and I'm James. She said that backwards. Yeah, you're Lily. She's James. Is this a real? I'm serious. This is a real conversation. Peter, hold on. We're waiting for our Peter to come, and that just sounds wrong, but. Auditions will be held. Okay. We won't hire you because we don't like him. I have more questions. Shoot. Who told questions. Malfoy there are werewolves in the forest? We discussed We kind of talked Lucius. about that. Lucius but d- is that Malfoy. what you think? Yeah. I think that Lucius would have. Probably. Okay. It's probably one of those things like you could see a dad being like, yeah, there's werewolves. And his mom was probably like, Lucius, don't say that to him. Like, or he's like Crab and you. Goyle could have, right? But do they talk? Do they know how to talk? Not Are they really. educated I didn't know enough? you could read. I think they just like grunt. <laughs> did you know he ad-libbed that? Yes, I did. So good. All right. So why is there beef between Hagrid and Filch? Because Filch Hagrid's probably nice just doesn't and like Filch him. Filch is mean. Yeah. Like there's hatred. Yeah, because it's Filch. It's a big beef. You hear what he does in Game of Thrones. <laughs> good. No, but legitimately, like Hagrid's such a nice guy and. Yeah, he is clearly you see him with Malfoy. He's like, you did the like punishment, like you did the crime. Now you have to do the time. Like he's going to be that type of guy where he's like, you have to. Your punishment is this. You're gonna have to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Let's move on. We're, so, but at the same time, but like, it's, but, also, it, but it's like before all no, of this. Like it's a no, long what I'm saying beef. Is, what you know? I'm saying is Hagrid is able to to be that that authority figure being like, yes, we're going to be like doing your punishment, all this stuff. But at the same time, he's such a nice guy where he's not going to be waiting to hang students from their ankles. You know what I mean? Or their wrists or whatever he hangs them from. I think there's a huge difference. difference. I think that Filch holds grudges against people who don't agree with 
what he would want to do. Mm-hmm. Hanging hanging people in dungeons? Yeah. Like, the fact that Haggard would never want to go back to the old punishments makes Filch angry. Because the the more people that disagree with him, the lower his chances of it ever happening are. Do True. you think that maybe at one point Filch was like, well, you, we're kind of like the same type of person because I don't do magic and you can't do magic. And Haggard's like, no, because I'm actually a wizard and I can mm-hmm. do magic. I can see Haggard doing I wonder that. if that was ever like a thing. And then Filch was like, well, well, do you think no? that Haggard maybe hates him so much because Filch is always after students and maybe Haggard is always trying to protect them? Good They're point. kind of like opposites in that way. They're yeah. very opposites. They're opposites, but they have like... They're very... Yeah. They're similar. similar stuff. Yes, but yeah. opposites. Yeah. Because Hagger's the bomb and Filch is not. Okay. So, we already talked about the detention being at 11 and it was really long. It came back yeah. at dawn. Like, yeah. come on. All right. Who planned this detention? Does Filch do that? I feel like usually it's the teacher that... Assigns. assigns the detention, which m- surprises me that McGonagall would give them exactly. This, this seems like a filch thing. First, you but, take away 150 points, and then you send them into the forest. But because filch well, is in charge of even, punishment, it like still this, doesn't even make sense. Because I was going to yeah. say, well, maybe she sends them there because. Um, because they'll be with Hagrid and maybe she feels a little bit guilty for taking away that many points and she doesn't want to make the detention that bad. Mm. So she's like, oh, well, if they're with Hagrid, it won't be awful. Yeah. But she doesn't trust Hagrid like Dumbledore does. Mm-mm. So I don't He's know if yet. necessarily she but, feel that. Yet. She probably, she trusts him more than Filch. But yeah. do you think that Dumbledore knows every detention? No. Like, they're going to do this, this, and this? I'm just surprised that she didn't have the detention, right? Like, why didn't she have them do something for her? Because J.K. Rowling do you think, didn't want her to Do you think it. Hagrid was like, I caused this, let me take them? Oh, oh maybe. Oh, that's a good thought. Like, it's my mm. fault. Yeah. Yeah, that's possible. And yeah. Hagrid thought that this would be a good detention for them because they'd be with him. And he doesn't always have the best plans. Yeah. So do you think maybe Hagrid planned it? Could be. That's fair. That makes sense. Yeah. But like, I wonder what he said to McGonagall to take this detention over. Yo. Maybe he kind of... Prof M. Maybe he... You, me, we're going to talk. Oh, my God. I'm going to take the students. We're going to do a little detention. Nothing crazy. They ain't going to be hanging from any shackles. (laughs) But, uh, yeah. Send them my way at 11 o'clock at night. Okay. I've got so many more. I'm ready. It's the second time that they've found blood this week. Did Voldemort start this? Was just start this? And was he beginning to weaken? I feel like the this. I don't think it would be the first time because if it happened, well, I feel the, like for him to be this worried about it. I know it's the second time this week, right? But I'm saying this is not the first week it happened. Okay, so, so maybe they it's, found that maybe before though. We just don't hear about it. Yes. Okay. Because I think that he's more worried now that it's happened. Maybe it happened like once before and now it's happened twice this week. And that's the third time he's going, oh, shoot, something's really going on. Especially now we found it twice in one week. I just feel like they would have found it more. He just didn't say anything. I kind of. And maybe because he was so worried about Norbert and like having the dragon that like he might have seen it and brushed it off. Or may have missed it completely. I kind of think that he may have just started this. I don't know. What do you think? Thoughts? Neither neither one of the Petruses care, apparently. I'm just thinking. I don't really have an answer. Hmm. Do you think he was beginning to weaken, which is why he started it? Or do you think he was becoming impatient or what? I don't, probably impatient. Yeah. I, he's, 
based on all of his plans and everything, you can tell that he's not necessarily the most patient person. Like, well, yeah. like Quarrel's first attempt at getting the Sorcerer's Stone makes him so angry that he decides to possess him. I just found where I put my Mars stuff. <laughs> it was in my stupid lightning bolt round question document instead ah. of in the doc. I, I was going to ask him, like, did you, were you writing another um, Google Doc? And uh, you were indeed. What did you write? I said, Mars is a planet of dubious repute. It is often referred to as the fiery planet because of its red hue. It is also popularly known as the planet of war. And we see this in connection with Mars, the Roman god, Ares Ares in in Greek myth Mm -hmm. of war. Mm -hmm. There's that. Stupid me, Tiffany. We talked about it. It's okay. Okay. Here's another one. Sorry I'm like taking over, but I was like super excited when I was writing this. Um, Do the centaurs know everything, even horcruxes? Ooh. Yeah. I wondered when I'd be seeing you, Mr. Potter. I would think that they've an inkling. I think they know everything. I don't know about horcruxes because that's kind of Do you think they know the past, present, and future? Yeah. Do they do they just know like an, a generalization of what's going to happen? I mean, or is it like I know specifics? I can't tell you. I mean, with Mars, though, I think that's like obvious. Like they know wars coming, right? Oh, right, right, right? I was like, what do you mean with Mars? And I think that they know. I mean, they obviously know what's in the school. How? Because they can read it. Interesting. I think that they know like everything and yeah. they don't like wizards so much that they're really just like well, shutting it well, down and maybe they sworn not to tell That's and maybe true. they don't like wizards because they see what could happen to them yeah as you're throwing papers all right and one of my last ones this one was my favorite I hate it already. Is the clearing that the unicorn is dead in the same clearing in seven where the Death Eaters and Voldemort were and where Harry dropped, the, like right before where Harry Ooh. dropped the resurrection stone? I feel like they weren't deep enough into the forest at this point. They were walking for hours. Were they? Yeah. I they bet you it could deep. be. Maybe it's like his connection, his being Voldemort's connection, like. I drink my blood here. Yeah, maybe and now I'm gonna kill some Harry Potter. I Harry just, escaped from I here. I just thought once. it was Not neat. Yeah, again. yeah, that is cool thought. I thought it was a cool thought. <laughs> Megan seems unenthused by everything. It's a cool thought. I'm sorry. I'm trying to run our Instagram as well. Oh jeez. She's but, like, yeah, Tiffany, it's cool, whatever. But I just thought that was a really interesting point. Like, yeah. is that the, the same? same clearing? Dear job. I guess if they were walking for hours. I- then that's valid. I mean, they were walking for a really long time. Well, do they walk for... Does Harry walk for a long time? Harry walks for a long time in the forest. For Harry, I think that I remember 10, him miles. mentioning something like, I'm deeper in the forest than when I ran into Aragog. Mm. At, in Deathly Hollows, I mean. Yeah. Like so, it, yeah, it was... Hmm. Sarah, you have the book right there, too. Oh, read about... Um, I also wrote who found the cloak, but I think Dumbledore, obviously, with the note. Dumbledore. I think so, yeah. But, yeah. like, how did he know it was up there? Because Dumbledore he knows, knows everything. everything. All right, He's now that I've, centaur. like, take... Okay. <laughs> now that I've taken over lightning bolt round, does anybody else have questions? I'm sorry I, like, took that over, I but I had now. so many questions you made up for my lack of questions so thank you <laughs> yeah I'm, i don't have any i'm oh, sorry there's another I one think that's like seven count it 
<laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a game we can play. Um, count how many times Sarah hiccups. Count how many times Sarah says, can you say? Can I, or just, can I, can say? I just say? Can I just say, Harry Potter is great. Pretty bomb. It's not my favorite character, but you know what? He's a pretty pretty dang good one. Okay. What am I reading? What am I trying You're to You're looking for how long that they walked. How deep He walked 10,000 miles, and he will walk 10,000 more. Because I would walk <laughs> Oh, it's 500 miles. <laughs> and I, I was thinking 10,500 miles just, just to be the man who walked no. 10,000 miles to get in front of you. Da, da, da. No, 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 it's my turn. <laughs> All right. So um, you know who sings? There's twin guys that sing that song. The moon was bright. Okay. The clouds We're scudding so across it kept throwing them into darkness. How far is Hagrid's hut from um, Hogwarts Castle? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's on the grounds. I know mm-hmm. that, but Hogwarts grounds are huge. Ew. Like coffee grounds. They're huge. Okay. I can't see that. It can't be that far. Are you not finding this? Um, I am um, about to be at the forest. Does anybody have lightning bolt round questions? No. <laughs> no. Who would you rather, what kind of a detention would you give? What would you have your, if you're Haggard slash Filch? Make them Which lines. ones? I would have, I would have Like Umbridge them. did? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like that. <laughs> yeah. I must not tell lies. I don't know. I would have just made them do busy work. Kind of like how um, Snape made Harry go through all those files and rewrite the punishments. Not punishments, but like. um, Yeah, the cards. Yeah. With the. No, it was. It was was like the stuff that they did. Right. Yeah. It's like Filch's files of wrongdoing. Filch's files. Filch's files. (laughs) It's a new segment from (laughs) Some Shit Play. Filch's files. I would um, just have them do some type of busy work like that. I'd make I them mean, clean, muggle yeah. clean, or like clean their clean clean my classroom, <laughs> right? Ooh, yeah, I don't know. With your toothbrush, clothes. and I'm gonna watch you brush your teeth afterwards. Oh, uh, like how Ron it? had to scrub the uh, the shield, the trophy yeah. Yeah. you know, like that kind and of. He remembers uh, reading what to say. Kept throwing up slugs on him. Yeah, oh. <laughs> sorry. It's just I'm mean, envisioning him throwing them up, being like, God. Shoot! Like, because yeah. it doesn't have to do. Doesn't he have to do it a couple of times? Yes. Yes. No. Yes. Who would? Who if you had to have detention and you can't have it with McGonagall or Hagrid or Dumbledore? Ugh. Who would you have it with? Flitwick. What teacher? Flitwick, I guess. Flitwick. Okay. Or what do you, Professor Sprout. What do you think their punishments would be? Repotting mandrakes. Yeah, that would be Sprouts. <laughs> yeah. She'd be like, here, put this dragon dung fertilizer on all this Dragon stuff. dung fertilizer. That's great. Megan, who would you... Did you say you who do you know? No, I think that... I think I would probably want to do Sprout. Professor Sprout. She, cool. she seems really chill. Mm-hmm. Down to earth. Do you think she's... <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> do you oh think gosh. she's... Chill because she's Professor Sprout and she works with, you know, magical herbs and, and she's head of Hufflepuff. All yeah. right, guys, don't There's be no shame in her game. All right, <laughs> are we finding this or no? Should I'm looking. I um, it doesn't. I haven't gotten to any point where um. Okay, well, says. this episode is really long, so it is really long. Well, my next question would be: if you had to pick a student at Hogwarts that you don't like, who would you hate to have? 
detention with the most? Lavender brown. Oh, <laughs> she's pretty. You annoying. said that really fast. Yes, Reasoning. You did. Reasoning. She just seems real obnoxious. Yeah. One yeah. one. Oh one, my god! One, I want to slap one. you across the face. Do you think that? Well, that's a question for another day. About her, who would you pick, Katie? Who I don't like. Correct. Uh, Trevor Goyle, I think they're horrible. Seamus Finnegan, too. Yeah, he's really, really like annoying. Him. Oh. Yeah, I agree. He's hmm. always blowing stuff up. <laughs> I mean, that's funny, but he gets to be an- really annoying. But he's like very jealous type. Throughout the books, you can kind of see it come out, like whenever Harry doesn't pick him to be on the Quidditch team. Do you and- think he's more jealous than Ron? No. Okay. Oh, Ron is very jealous. Yeah. But I mean, think about it. He's the youngest of how many boys, and then he's I got agree. a sister. He's kind of like the forgotten. I'm not child. saying he doesn't have reason to be jealous, but he is very jealous. So I find I found a little bit. So they walk into the forest, and they walk and walk and walk, and then they meet the centaurs, right? And then they walk and walk and walk and walk, and Harry or ne- someone, I'll be fine. Malfoy scares Neville, right? They come back, and then what a jerk. They switch partners, and then they... So it says, so Harry set off into the heart of the forest. Hmm. So that's pretty deep. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it says they walked for... Ne- deep and sweaty. And they walked for nearly a half an hour deeper and deeper into the forest until the path became almost impossible to follow because of the trees because the trees were so thick. Hmm. So that's pretty deep into the forest. Yeah. Deep in my heart. So, And I know when he's coming back to find Hagrid, when he's on Franz's back, it says that they walk for a very long time. So I, it's yeah. plausible. Yeah. Back to what we were saying was, is that clearing where they found the dead unicorn the same as in book seven, where right before Harry drops the resurrection stone and goes to I Voldemort? It's possible. I think it's possible. I think it's possible. Megan does not. I can no, see, I agree. I can see JK being like, yep. My headcanon says... Except yes. now, Tiffany. Now, Sarah. What student would you least like to have with you in detention? Mm. Probably Crabber Gr- Goyle. Girl. Girl. That's what I said. <laughs> because, um, say you got into some trouble in the forest, they're too dumb to help you out. So <laughs> That's true. They'd try to Katie's know what would happen is they it. would try Ooh. to run like Malfoy. But they can't, A, and B, they'd probably trip over something, and it'd be funny. It would maybe be amusing. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty funny. Well, real amusing when you have I... a figure swooping down on you. Sure. <laughs> real funny. Okay. I would hate <laughs> well. Katie just got really intense about that. I would hate to have detention with Tiffany. I don't blame you. She's, I am the worst. <laughs> she is the literal definition of the worst. The worst. You'll find my picture. In the <laughs> An old joke. All right. I Let's go good. to our fan story. Our fan story. Fan story. Fan story. Thank you, Meg. I was waiting for was the like, whole circle. Happening? So our fan story this episode is from Derek Coulter. Shout out for the idea of creating our Facebook group. Yes. Thank you, Derek. Thank you. So he says, I started reading the books in 1999 when I was 12. I thought there were only two and was super pumped when I found A Prisoner of Azkaban. Of course you did, because it's the best book. <laughs> I got all three of them for Christmas that year, and the waiting began for Goblet of Fire, my personal favorite. I saw the first three movies in the theater at least five times each. I'm not, fortun- I'm not fortunate enough... Oh, wait. No, he. I, I wrote that wrong. I am fortunate <laughs> enough that my oldest son is a Potterhead, and I get to share the world with him. 
We are hoping to be able to make the trip to Florida this next summer to visit the Wizarding World. I love all things Harry Potter. Dude, you're going to have the time of your life. The best time. Yes. The time of your life. How does that song go? I don't know, but I know the what you're talking about. The time of our life. And I do no, believe that I um, okay. commented on his story and said that if he has any questions or concerns about planning a trip to the Wizarding World. Ask ooh. Tiffany and Sarah because they know everything. <laughs> <laughs> Reach out to Megan and Katie. We got you. We can help. Yep. Thank so. you, Derek. Yes, thank yes, you. Thank you. Double thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so um, make sure that you go to our new Facebook group to discuss this episode. I will be posting like a little discussion forum there for this episode. You can post your questions and comments, concerns, whatever. Um, mm. We'll respond to you. We're super active on Facebook. Um, so like our page to get all of the latest information. We are Swish and Flick Podcast on Facebook or Swish Flick Cast on Twitter, Instagram, and Tumblr. Make sure that you also find and follow us on Patreon because by supporting us on Patreon, it will help us to bring you more content. Yes. Um, super awesome. We're so Mega close. Cool we are so close we to are, our next goal. We are super close to our second goal, which is operation vlogging mm, mm-hmm. which we're i mean we're in the process of doing some but they will look much better yeah after we can get a new camera you guys we're so, so close just be a patron you know you want to <laughs> the felix patron. files are super fun they are and we're about to record one right now yeah we are <laughs> this is a, a long one. night because katie and megan are going on vacation what Little do they know, Tiffany and Sarah are going to be hiding in their luggage. Oh, really? <laughs> They'd be like Welcome terrifying. To California. Be like, <laughs> <laughs> We're your tour guides. We so, know nothing. We about pick up Canada. our luggage. Out pops Tiffany and Sarah. Oh, Surprise! <laughs> so Maybe a head, good prank. Head on over to patreon.com forward slash swishflickcast and support your favorite Potter podcast. Yes. Better be your absolute favorite. Your absolute oh, yeah. favorite. Number. One. Number one podcast no. in general. The best podcast. The best. You've ever listened to. Okay, that concludes this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening, and don't let the muggles get you down. <gasps> Amazing! Just my voice! <laughs>